Hey, have you heard about Anchor? You probably haven't heard about Anchor yet, so let me tell you about it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You probably hear other people talk about how they make podcasts. If they say it's easy, they're crazy. All of their methods are really hard and complicated, but Anchor, super simple. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that let you make the podcast right from your phone. You don't even need a computer. This is 2019. Who uses computers anymore? Anchor distributes your podcast on all the other platforms. No need to go do all that complicated searching and hosting and posting. Hosting and posting. They do it for you. You can also make money from your podcast. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now because you're listening to this ad. They've got everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. No need to search around all over the place. No need to go to 20 different sites. Just one. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bet you thought I was going to sing right here, didn't you? Are you looking for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Don't fight with me on this. Who, me? Hello, this is Jason Dupree. Anna Landry. April Dupree. Mark Duplassus. This is OCR Talk with episode number 22. We just got done doing World's Toughest Mudder 2018 yesterday, which we did for 24 hours over the course of Saturday from 12 p.m. to Sunday 12 p.m. all through the night. If you're listening to this, you probably know what that is. Uh, if not, sorry about you. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're actually here at the brunch for uh, the recap of the race, where they're gonna we're gonna have breakfast. And, you know, the whole community comes in, has breakfast. There's supposed to be lots of bacon, and after the that, they're gonna do like recap videos and give out awards for who won. So we're here kind of waiting for that to start, but we wanted to go ahead and do our recap of the race live, so that way we can get it out quick, uh, which live is not something that we've ever done before. It's our first time. But we're gonna give it a shot, and we've got Anna, uh, we've got April and Mark here for, because they were our pit crew. And Anna, part of your pit crew yeah, is not here. Yeah, she had to go home early because of adulting. <laughs> she flew out, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, she flew out yesterday after the race. She actually drove mm. up. With getting that plane ticket, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she drove up with you, yeah, and Mark, and Mark, yep, <laughs> and Mark uh, thought about flying up and then driving back because Brandy has, was going to fly back anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. So we drove in and we ended up getting here Friday morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> and then having to wake up early on Friday to go pick up packets and pit stuff and. Friday morning was our, you know, pick out your pit spot, set up your gear, set up your camp, and they got here with, <clears throat> oh shoot, got here with five hours of spare? Yeah. We had an hour and a half sleep. Yeah, on an hour and a half sleep. It was great. It was nice. good training for the weekend. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I think uh, Mike, they were talking about how he was up for how many hours? Because they, when they flew in, I guess it was just from the day before. I don't know, he was up for a total of 37 hours before he yeah. finally got some sleep, I think. A lot of people had travel snafus, though. Because yeah. there was flights out of Chicago that were delayed for four hours. And people that signed up to camp at the site that were delayed. And they couldn't pick up their pick out their pit spots or pick up any of their bibs or anything. Oh, so they were like getting the there day. after they were already shut down for the well night. After, yeah. But they were still supposed yeah. to go camp. Oh wow. Well after. Well hopefully with the map they at least knew where to go yeah. for their camping spots. Hopefully. Because it told you know, it showed where those pit spots were. Yeah. I'm assuming so. 
because hmm. those pit spots didn't didn't get filled. All right, so we spent, you know, we got here early enough that we spent uh, the majority of the day Thursday getting our our gear, our, our food actually is what we went and picked up. Mm -hmm. But we met up with Mike Stefano and Caitlin Ritter from Obstacle Running Adventures, and we went to a, a cat cafe. We met them at a cat cafe and <laughs> got to hang out with some cats while we had some some teas and coffees, which was I awesome. I had a margarita. She had a April had a margarita <laughs> at a cat her. cafe. <laughs> But that place was awesome. I, I, I would, if they had one of those in Dallas, I would go for sure. You just hang out, they come jump in your lap. And... <laughs> he was the happiest person. Mm -hmm. Maybe y'all should open one. No. no. <laughs> That's exactly how Mark That'd be does. great, because then you don't have to have them at home, but you can still have cats. Uh, in all it's your like, spare time, go ahead and do a cat cafe. You have your own 100%. little cat farm. <laughs> cat farm? Cat farm. That's weird. It's like my nightmare weird. being allergic to cats. <laughs> just stand stare at you through the glass like a child <laughs> looking at toys but then after the cat cafe we went and had lunch and we were right by the belt line so you had the scooters that were are all over the city mm -hmm. and not only the scooters you saw the bikes all over the place too but we hopped on some scooters and took a little ride which was awesome it was kind of rainy a little drizzly but on the way out it was it was nice uh, those things those things cruise for sure and we drove by a little, uh, there was a nice skate park that I went and drove the big motorized scooter <laughs> up and down the ramps on. And we ended up seeing one of those little doors that are all around. Tiny Atlanta. doors. Tiny, tiny doors. That are all, it's a thing tiny here. It's, tiny doors are a thing in Atlanta. Yeah. They're just in random little places. tiny doors. Of course it is. Caitlin spotted it. They don't yeah. open in case anyone's wondering. They don't open. They're just there for show. It's like an Insta thing. Yeah, like maybe elves live around, I guess. I'm not really sure what. <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta elves yeah. run around at night. We didn't really research it. We just heard there were tiny doors and, and we saw one And of them. we got pictures. And so then after that, we... What did we do for the rest of the night? Thursday night. Mm, I forget. Yeah. Post on Facebook that y'all were on scooters. Made yeah. Mark, made me jealous. Made Mark mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we had a cool Airbnb. We're actually neighbors with other racers. We're yeah. also in the same neighborhood for Airbnbs. Dusty, I think his name was. That we were, he was like actually kind of heading out as we were coming in. So yeah. we chatted with him for a minute. Saw him good. again at the at the community dinner. That's a tall guy. And mm -hmm. the race, he was. Oh, you yeah, saw we him at saw the him at the race. Yeah, yeah we did see him at the race we coming saw through Will the pits. Hicks and then right we, on. we were walking by. And we saw him. He looked like he did well. Cool. That's awesome. Maybe we'll see him out here. Yeah. Hopefully. More than likely. And so then Friday morning, got up and got there pretty early to pick out our pit spots. I think we got there, the the pros, the elites were picking out their pit spots at nine. Was it nine? Eight, at 8 a.m. And we got there probably about 7.30 or maybe eight, I don't remember. But they actually started, I think all the elites got to get their spots so they knew everybody was done. So they let all the contenders go ahead and start picking out their spots at um, about 8.30. And so it was kind of like, uh, would you compare it to, what's that movie, Far and Away? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you get your stuff and you got to go run right and, and horses. stake your claim. <laughs> shoot, shoot anybody that gets on your land. That's what I pictured in my head. Punch your horse in the face whenever it won't do what you want it to do. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, that'd be so much worse just punching your everybody kid. everybody was running out yeah. there. I did. I, I ran, once I got my bib, I ran to the, I wanted to get a spot right on the, you know, right at the edge yeah, of the, of the pass-through, so. Yeah. You weren't punching the, your pit crew in the face. You didn't punch us. I didn't have anything so to punch, worse. unfortunately. <laughs> just, just put your OCR flag, OCR talk flag. Yeah. Punch myself. Triumphantly <laughs> in the ground. It was a great spot. You're you not running fast job. enough. Yeah. It uh, was a good spot, yeah, though. Yeah, you're really right there. Spot. Yeah, we got a spot right next to the pit entry. So the the race for, uh, it had it was different than past years where the the pit was surrounding the course at the finish line where instead of just being on one side of it like it was in Vegas, it actually was on both sides of the, what do you call that, that area? The, the finish line, but it's the course itself. It's like the, the corral. Where the course passes the through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so oh, pit cool. area now. I don't know yeah. what, yeah. I mean, the pit was, you know, I think of it as where the tents were, but the, the, the course, where the course passes through the pit. That was very similar to what they did at uh, the Endurance, uh, OCR Endurance. World's Enduro. Uh, which was really cool. I don't know if they had that idea already or if they got it from, from them. That'd be interesting to know. But 
Did they have the quick pit area? Like they did here? I don't think so. Don't think that was that was pretty cool. But the, the enduro, the the pit was actually so the the course through the pit was so long that it was on basically one row all the way through because oh, it, it wow. actually wiggled back and forth uh, to pass mm -hmm. through the entire pit. So mm -hmm. everybody was literally right next to the course, okay. which was kind of neat. And they actually had one obstacle right there in the pit. Like you literally passed up people's tents, went and did the uh, the rings, <laughs> yeah. and then there were more tents. <laughs> so, wow. so they didn't have that here. Uh, which would have been interesting. I thought it was nice of them the way it transitioned because you guys had the <coughs> it was a really smooth transition. the obstacle and then you had a little downhill to give you a little mm -hmm. push and then yeah. you went around the pond yeah and then came in yeah Mutterhorn which was the big A-frame with a slick wall right at the beginning of it was the very last obstacle and you could see the pits from up there which was really cool and then you run down that hill and you hit the entrance to to the pit area so our pit spot was literally right there on the edge right very first first two spots yeah and then we had mike stefano right behind us <clears throat> so we it was really nice to be able to just enter the pit and then you're there like we didn't even have to yeah. use a lot of, utilize the quick pit areas because it was perfect it was good for us too because i can't imagine like having to run back in the middle of the night us sitting further in the pit just nothing yeah. to look at trying and to we were able to see stuff. other runners that we knew passing by and then yeah. also Y'all, when y'all came up, we were able to go, what do you need? Yeah. Right and away. Just instantly just turn yeah. instead of going, what do you need? And then running yeah. through the pits yeah. to find it. They're Literally, right. yeah, before they're... we even hit the enter the pit. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we were already communicating. So yeah. the people in the back, they had a good system that they would bring, like either on like a little rolly cart or some way, they mm -hmm. would haul their gear, what they needed right there, and then they would help the racer and then go back, <laughs> which works, but you guys got such a good spot that we could just... We had everything that we needed. And I, like Mark said, we were close enough to the course that we could cheer for the other runners, especially when it got late, yeah. um, because they're right there past us, so that was cool too. And it was nice seeing people that you had known at other races. Like mm. I, I saw a good handful yeah. of people that this past year and the year before I had yeah. met on courses and we were able to go, oh, hey, so-and-so, yeah. there you are. And yeah, that's cool. It's a nice yeah. little pick me up. We actually started everyone. keeping track. We'd be like, hey, did you see so-and-so come through? Yeah. Right. I don't know where they are. And we'd see them. That's how like, I judged oh, Mike's, actually. I knew that oh. my friend Kendall that I had ran with was shortly behind him. And if I saw her come through, I'm like, all right, where's Mike? Or yeah. where's, where's she at? I know they're in the same area. I'm starting to get nervous. One of them's not showing up. <laughs> That's pretty neat. So then, uh, so we got our pit spots. And then... Friday, so after we got done picking out our pit spots, uh, you, Anna, you were there, and Mike was uh, running late, so we left before he even got there, and then we went and did some more grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> went to Walmart and Academy again. Um, how many times did we hit Walmart between all of us this weekend? I only hit it once. I don't know about y'all, but I only hit it once. We definitely went twice. Had to get all the junk. We went three. Y'all went, and then we went twice because we had forgot the thermos. Oh yeah, we, we I, back I for went the three thermos times. The second time, I went to Walmart three times. Yeah, nice. And never got real food. <laughs> never. <laughs> I never picked up real food. <laughs> and then, what was it? Uh, Friday evening. Yeah, Friday evening. Uh, they were gonna have the. The what was it called? Not the, the happy hour. The happy, happy hour. hour. Yeah. Yeah. The happy hour that was gonna happen on course, at the venue. And in, ended up, they canceled that because, was it because of the, the rain was the real weather. bad? Uh -huh. Yeah, the rain, it was raining yeah. a ton. So they canceled it and they had already pushed it backwards mm -hmm. or earlier so that the community dinner didn't overlap. Mm -hmm. And they ended up saying, we're gonna go ahead and cancel it. We're gonna put out the, what was it? The, the preview or what did they call it? The they, debriefing. The debriefing, yeah. yeah. The debriefing that they did they did it at 12 o'clock and then they made sure they did it again at 9.30 the next morning, but then they also posted it on the community page, which is awesome because as many people as you're dealing with, between the community page and the Tough Mudder page itself, they do a great job of getting this info out to everybody. And I know that's always been, you know, as Facebook's kind of getting bigger and bigger, uh, it's kind of grown. I know it started before the sport, but it's kind of grown with the sport and it's been a, it's actually been a huge, I want to say it's the real reason. No, kickball was the reason that I started using Facebook again. Um, <laughs> but it really has been an instrumental tool for, for keeping people in touch with each other. <clears throat> so then after that, uh, Friday night, we went to the community dinner, which was at this really cool 
brewery that has a huge open area for, I, I don't know what they do there normally to have that much space, but um, they had their, their drinks and then they had a few vendors come in, little poor popsicle guy. You know, the temperature outside was <laughs> temperature outside was was, was pretty close cold. to freezing it and it's so all bad, windy yeah. and he's and just he's sitting at his pop stand. Looking so sad. sad. <laughs> An umbrella. Yeah, on it was the just bone. a little cart, cart, like you think of a little ice cream cart. That was so small, and he was there by himself, just, just sitting there. Rainbow yeah. umbrella, just looking <laughs> sad. Then he had the potato stand right next right next to him, so everybody was bypassing <laughs> right. him to go to two stands. Yeah, yeah, the hot dog on the other side. Yeah, poor guy. So we, we got some ice cream from him because uh, Matt B. Davis said that his it's like one of the staples of Atlanta is this really good ice cream parlor, I guess, that they have, sells these really good pops. Hot Pops? As, was that the name of it? it? I don't even King remember. King of Pops. King, King of Pops. King of Pops. Yeah. And so we went ahead and got some just to kind of give him some business. <laughs> and was it Caitlin? <laughs> Caitlin got her tongue stuck on they her They were so cold. And Mike got his lips stuck. Yeah. yeah. Mike pulled his off right away, but Caitlin was afraid to pull it away, so she literally sat there yeah. for 30 seconds going, Ugh. <laughs> Mike also left blood on the yeah, popsicle when he pulled it away, though. Mike's yeah. Yeah, his, Mike he was tore bleeding. part of his lip like, off yeah. the injury for the world's toughest. <laughs> we should have went back to the guy and been like, hey, man, I want my money back. I got injured eating this thing. <laughs> So that was that was pretty cool getting to see a lot of people there, and it, it wasn't there wasn't as many people as I expected to be there, it, and it might have been the weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, at that point, and they had said. Everybody's flights were delayed. Yeah, they said that yeah. by what three o'clock, uh, or maybe about noon. I forget. Only fifty-one percent of people had that had registered had actually gotten there and picked mm-hmm. out their pit spots. So it was just less people there in general maybe a lot of people were still coming in well yeah. the guy that was next to us said that he decided not to do it because it was raining and he knew it was supposed to stop so oh, he the day purposefully we mm. have waited until then so. interesting well he did the the guy next to us the military guy that Sorry, had the the, the tent off to the side yeah yeah well he picked out his, his flag though Right. He actually got there he and got registered. it and then left. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't put up his stuff. No. So I'd be curious to hear, maybe we can find out today, how many yeah. people actually did compete that registered. Mm. How it was, if it was lower. It, still it was like pretty a lot full of people. walking yeah. through the pits. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. it was hard to get around yeah. back there. Yeah. But there are still empty spaces. So there was. Yeah. I don't it know still if they looked pretty yeah. full. Huh. The starting corral did anyway. Yeah. I know. So. So that was Friday night, and that was, that was nice. And then Sunday, Saturday morning, you know, we got there with plenty of time to kind of just get everything ready and set up, but also be relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I think everything we were ready to go by ten forty-five, eleven o'clock. I think maybe eleven o'clock is when I was putting my my socks on and stuff, and mm-hmm. we were ready to go for that. So the race started at that point, but before we we talk about. I guess the the kind of our like what happened out there mm-hmm. on the course uh, from a pit perspective. <clears throat> and talk about that first. Mm-hmm. Um, I know coming in every time it was so much different than coming in by yourself and having nobody to go right. to. Now in 2016, I, I made friends with the people across from me because they had a huge tent and tons of uh, pit crew. And they were super sweet and gave me sandwiches and like all this stuff. They were all constantly offering me stuff. So that helped, but this was like, I knew who I was coming into, my wife being one of them. And so it was really cool coming in and seeing you guys each time. So I guess you guys talk a little bit about when when we came in, what was, what was y'all's process? Man, we nailed it down quick and we didn't even really have a it, plan, but there, yeah. Were, yeah. there were three of us. Um, Sometimes Four. Brandy, Sometimes yeah, Brandy. she liked to go on the on the course and yeah. like yeah, see Anna, Anna and like I did see her out there. Yeah. Yeah. so she was back yeah. and forth yeah. a lot, which was kind of which was useful because she would come in and Very report useful. when you were coming in. Yeah, and we knew oh, y'all, yeah. the three of y'all had staggered out. Yeah, so we knew when <laughs> she came first, back, like, two or three you were going to be shortly behind Brandy actually coming in and reporting, and, and then yeah. you would be there, and then yeah. Mike would show up after you. So it actually helped having her run back and forth. I think. It worked out pretty well though it in the did. beginning. The it first was, lap was kind of, okay, let's figure this out. And then yeah. after that, once y'all staggered, yeah. it made it great because we, it was, what do y'all need? Mm-hmm. Got you whatever you needed. We start throwing dry robes on. It was kind of a process of, yeah. Yeah. do you need to change clothes? If you don't need to change clothes, let's throw a dry robe yeah. on you. Make sure you're warm. Let's get you food. And then 
as soon as you were leaving, we started cleaning up and kind of organizing for the next person, yeah. laying things out. When like we knew that every every lap you had to have four gels and refill your bottle. Mm-hmm. So it was, did you go through your gels? Do you need a new bottle? Mm-hmm. Did you go through your gels? Do you need a new bottle? We knew that you were gonna Anna was gonna be taking. You know, your your nun, your yeah. hot stuff, noon, nun, <laughs> yeah, noon. How are you saying? <laughs> yeah, noon. Uh, but the cool thing was, was also you guys were helpful because before you left, we'd say, what do you think you might need? Yeah. yeah. And then right then we learned it was better to do it right then after they left rather than wait. Yeah, like, no what you want everyone? on? What yeah. do they need? But the, the pit was, I mean, our spot was a disaster because it just went flying oh, when yeah. y'all were there. And it was all about you and getting it ready. And so then we'd turn around and be like, all right, guys, let's get this clean. Let's reorganize. And then in our downtimes, we would make uh, runs to the, the tent, the hospitality tent. Because yeah. um, they had the hot water there that... Um, uh, Brandy used for mm-hmm. Anna's. They had news. hot water ready, or you had to heat it up in the microwave. They had they, it ready. They had it was hot like water in those ready. kettles, oh, and wow. so. And actually, as a night went on, we can get this later. But le- as that went on, people were just getting tons of that because they were helping to like yeah. thaw things oh, out yeah. and warm up <laughs> yeah, their racers. That's yeah. how your yeah. Anna's uh, leg mitts were frozen. Yeah. At one point, so <laughs> yeah. we, I ended up just soaking them hot water too. and then just constantly yeah. going over. Yeah, I had yeah. taken off my bib. I yeah. think, to change or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I poured hot water on that to thaw it out. It was on the ground. It and froze. most of yeah. the night, I was thinking, man, those hot showers Jason talked about in Vegas would really come in handy here. I don't know why they're oh, not they here. So they weren't necessary easier. in Vegas, but they were so awesome. Oh, they would have been really helpful here because that's what we had to do was people were just heating up water in the microwaves or in the kettle. It was just yeah. like either one. And everyone was so... Like, as intense and in a hurry everything was, everyone was so nice. Like, everyone wanted to help each other and take turns. And this one doesn't work. Let me let you use this one. Like, it was great, the camaraderie everybody had with each other. Between the pit crews. Yeah. 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 Oh, the pit crews were helping. We're in this together. But I can see why the orphan tent is so instrumental is because the people coming in on their own, that's just a lot by yourself. The orphan tent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great um, thing that they have for people who don't have anyone because it just seems tough like yeah. Yeah. not only tough. were we helping Unless you you're extremely organized on your own right yeah. but even yeah. it's just yeah. like the boost like knowing like you said you know you had somebody yeah. waiting for you and then you know you had uh that encouragement and like get out there don't sit down yeah. like having that right there has to be really powerful and so i, I kept thinking jason did this on his own yeah, I don't know how you did this on your own. i did 50. i did utilize the the orphan tent when I did it. Yeah. yeah. And so it is, yeah. I remember yeah. it being awesome to be have somebody be like, hey, I'm going out for another one, and them being like, all right, which one you on? Do you want some of this? Yeah. 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 And the funny was part awesome. was it was such an adrenaline rush, we would just like throw off our layers oh, and help fun. you guys, and we were warm. Yeah. And then as, it, as y'all left and we started cleaning, we're like, God, it's cold. <laughs> Where's my dry room? Well, it was like a NASCAR yeah. pit crew. It was oh, exactly it was. Like, like that. I remember rolling yeah. in through the pit and everybody just descending upon me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah couple, really couple I can't even do we anything. Mark's of taking off my watch. Yeah. April's trying to get my clothes off. Two people are trying yeah. to put your glove on. You're yeah. like, yeah. this doesn't work like this. Our new friend Ryan was feeding you noodles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> some stranger feeding me noodles. He's like, I'm just trying to help. It was awesome. It was actually easier. Like, a couple times, Y'all would come in kind of a little, not delirious, yeah. but kind of focused on what you were doing. We're like, stop, stop, let us do it. Yeah. It's going to go yeah. quicker. Yeah. And then, it, I mean, it was fun to do because yeah. y'all staggered to where every time we had just cleaned up and kind of reorganized, yeah. we'd sit for maybe 10 minutes, <laughs> see when you come in. We're like, all right, yeah. time to go. Yeah. And then one thing that I liked about the hospitality tent was that they had volunteers there. And, you know, shout out to the volunteers that were working in that hospitality tent because they were almost pit crewing for the pit crews. Mm. Mm. And then there was a couple yeah. of pit crews That's that awesome. were there that had extra people that were standing in there and when we were running in for hot water, they were already handing things out going, oh, what do you need? So there was like people were pitting for the pit crews and then yeah, even our pit crew was pit crewing for each other because you know every time one of y'all had a wetsuit, like yeah. my thing of the night became, all right, Mark, get over there and put somebody in their wetsuit. Yeah. So I had to, I was stripping well. down my t-shirt every single time. That's awesome. And when y'all would leave. Hey there. I'm sorry? What's that? Let's move on to the end. This lockdown, apparently. Lockdown, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Want to pause it? All right, we're, gonna, we kicked it. we're getting kicked out. <laughs> pause him. All right, so we're back. <laughs> yeah. We literally walked across the crowd of people that are waiting to get into the brunch 
and uh, just down to the other side. So now we're in another empty spot where <laughs> if that guy comes over here, he'll probably tell us that it's locked down too and then kick us out again. But we'll get yeah. some more in before that. All right, so we're talking about uh, pit crew and, and stuff. Yeah, the pit crews for the pit crews. Yeah. The hospitality yeah. tent. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So uh, I was stripping down to my T-shirt to get y'all's uh, wet, wetsuits on and off, which was... Did you oh, not have just, at least a jacket on too? I did. I mean, I had my my standard jacket, and I had usually a dry robe. And yeah. whichever one, whoever was coming in, I was putting mm. the dry robe I was wearing onto one of y'all because when we were leaving it on the ground, it was frosting over. But then I was taking my jacket off because y'all were covered in yeah. mud and water. And then usually, if I was ripping a wetsuit off, I was then covered in pee. <laughs> but you know, thankfully, April and the rest of our pit crew ended up helping me turning around so as soon as y'all would leave out they would turn around give me a towel i would draw you know dry, dry myself off. off and then try to be throw off. throw my jacket on and they throw the driver row back on me so we were like helping each other out at the same time it was it was fun but it was stressful but yeah. it was a lot of fun to where i even said i'm like all right i'm ready for next year but i'm definitely wearing my triathlon wetsuit <laughs> in the like pits. no question yeah. if you're even doing it next oh, no. year just, i'm ready for next I'm year i'm ready for next year but i'm wearing my own wetsuit <laughs> in the pits so that i'm not covered in pee and, and cold and everything and so i can say nice race, and wrong we can get you out of your wetsuit exactly and then y'all have to pull it off of me and i'm going to urinate on myself so you're going to get covered this time <laughs> And because of the temperatures were so low, which people were saying it was, you know, 28 or so, the those wet those uh, dry robes were hugely instrumental. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have anybody out here selling those. They would have made. We've been saying that all I've morning. Seen, I've been saying they that constantly. They would have made a killing out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and thankfully, Mike had one that he had got from Will, and so you know, Mike I told, and Caitlin. So yeah, Mike had, and Caitlin both had one yeah, from nice. Will Hicks. And when Will came by yeah. for a second, I told him, I was like, thank you for, <laughs> for helping them out because that yeah. helped me out. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd have been miserable all night. I mean, those were godsend. Cold. And I feel like as great as our spot was, I, I can't help but feel like that pond had something to do with the cold because oh. we would go walking oh, around really? and then we would come back. It felt colder. It's so well, much even colder in our the spot. Course, even walking along the course, you could see the heat just evaporating off parts. the lake. Yeah, yeah you would come down from a hill or something yeah. and be colder as well. Yeah, I, could see. I think we're in a little. I mean, it was just cold. It was cold, and we it was knew colder the in the pits, though. It was. I think it was. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But yeah. And we like the thing that worried me was every time that we would pull something off of y'all, mm-hmm. you could just see the heat escaping. Right. Yeah. From you, like you yeah. had the whole debacle with the wetsuit, and oh, but every time we moved something off of you, I just saw. Yeah. Tons of heat coming off. We're like, all right, throw, yeah. throw stuff on top of it. <laughs> yeah, we need to trap warm. it. Trap the warm. That was, that was oh. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I had enough gear that I was prepared for those kind of temperatures, but I didn't use them last time. I didn't use a yeah. lot of that stuff that I had last time. But this time it was like the temperatures of the river is ridiculous. So I, I actually ended up using all that stuff and it was great. Um, <clears throat> anything other pit wise? Um, I don't know. Anything else y'all want to say about the pit? In y'all's experience? Not really. It was it was a good time. It the, was funny to see the temperature beforehand and know what it was going to be, but then actually be there be when it was it. that oh, yeah. temperature. And we've done camping like that before, and it was fine, but we were just completely covered in gear, and we were, you know, right. not jumping in prepped. and out of water. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the hard part, was taking it off and losing all the heat and then putting it back on again and taking forever for it to warm up. like, And then... Uh, I know this happened to Caitlin, Mark a little bit too. I ate plenty, but they, as as it was so busy, um, a few of us forgot to eat just yep. for our own. And so Caitlin got really cold at one point. And she was like, all I've had was a Pop-Tart this morning. I was like, eat, that will help you. Who was our friend from Houston? Ryan. Ryan. If it wasn't for Ryan, Ryan I, would, oh, yeah. I would not have eaten any food. Because yeah. Yeah, he was he putting was as we were going through Walmart... I was only grabbing snacks and other random things, junk even food. though April told me to get real food. I had chips, <laughs> but in my head, I was going to buy food from the food trucks, which there only ended up being one, one. food truck, which then ran out of food. <laughs> so Ryan thankfully came through and said, well, here's some ramen noodles. And that was my one meal All of the night. night. And other than that, I, when y'all got staggered, I completely forgot to eat at yeah. that point. Yeah. And half of the stuff that I bought is now my groceries and is going back in Anna's car with me to New Orleans because 
I just stopped eating. I, I wasn't paying attention. I will say the beer lasted, though. The beer lasted. Yeah, we bought a bunch of beer thinking we, we were going to... We sold beer up until yeah. they said they would. So there was plenty of beer, <laughs> ran out of food. And we brought some of our... We brought an ice chest of our own beer going, oh, we're going we're gonna to have a party in the pits. This is going to be great. The cool thing is we really didn't have time to... <laughs> we didn't have time, and when we did have time, it got to a point that the beer in the cooler was actually warmer... Then outside, if we took the beer out that, and put yeah. it down for a second, yeah. it got too cold, it was and we're like, hard to drink. "Now it's like, hard to drink because yeah. now I'm getting colder <laughs> inside." Yeah, I believe that. It, it became a mess. The funny thing, it became a joke throughout. Was put it on the list. Like yeah. you would say, you would know be great is if we had a whiteboard and we keep track of these guys. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. <laughs> and then some things we duplicated. Um, but the great part was, was it like in the moment, like quick, I need this. Okay, I got it over here. And then I need this. We'll get it over here. Like, it was so cool how we just shared each other's gear. It was all mixed yeah. up. Um, we never ran out of anything. There wasn't something that we needed that I can think of. They were like, oh, I don't have any more. Like, I know there was a few people that got on the groups and was like, my racer, one guy split his crotch on his wetsuit. Oh, no. I'm not oh. laughing, but that sucks. And so somebody was like trying to find a wetsuit. Um, last minute. Yeah, oh, yeah, trying to find one last minute. Um, so that was cool too. Like we brought a lot of stuff, but we did end up sharing, and then other stuff, you know, that that they brought, we sh we shared with that too. So that was it was just cool. It was a really cool. Experience. I've never been a part of anything like that before. No, no. So it was a really. It was really, a great experience. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, it was awesome to see y'all come in. Yeah. Like seeing y'all come in inspired me because I I, I turned to April after two laps. I'm like. I think this is why Jason had me come. Because I, I want to run this. I want to run this so bad. And then when I saw, when you came in towards the end and I saw Cody Roll, I'm like, I don't want to run this. I, I, I definitely don't want to do this anymore. But I'm, I'm definitely in a pit. And very likely, I want to run it now. It was just, it was fun to watch everybody and kind of get your take. You know, I interviewed you every time you came in. Yeah. Kind of yeah. going, all right, what's going on? And then I wanted to do it to Anna. But yeah, you did it once. There was so yeah. much going on with... Yeah. That It was just like, oh. drop everything, let's hurry up and help yeah. you. Well, and Brandy was sweet. She had like videos and notes prepared. Yeah. yeah. Like she, inspiration part. Oh, she yeah. She, yeah, she was planning it. Her and Daniel were in cahoots before the race. <laughs> like they were planning everything like to... Because he knows me pretty much more than anybody else, but he couldn't stay up 24 hours so he just stayed home and babysat the fur babies so <laughs> he um he told brandy he's like okay this is whenever she's gonna be in this mood and this is whenever she's gonna be in this mood and maybe feeling sorry for herself or feeling frustrated and like sure enough every single note that i read for him from him at that point in the race was exactly what i was thinking like he said something about like singing hamilton show tunes in my head <laughs> along the course i'm like that's exactly what i was doing out yeah. there because like yeah. there was a lot of points on the course where like it would get lonely so i'm like singing Hamilton show tunes in my head like an idiot but well and we yeah. could see the difference in you even Caitlin oh, said yeah. it she was like oh my god that note that Brandy just wrote <laughs> I feel better too yeah. <laughs> but it was it was great to see how those were so effective because they, they were, were. That yeah. Was, yeah. Awesome. everybody had their they own were. little thing yeah like you came in you, you had yeah. your notes you were very structured on this is what I'm eating this is what I'm doing yeah. Mike would come in Mike and had he had his routine his he's like I need to record Give me these. Yeah. I want to eat this. Let's go. And he, yeah. he would never sit. He'd stand up. He'd yeah. stand up. He's like, all right. Yeah. And we got we got everything? All right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn and go. So everybody had their own little thing. Yeah. Ryan's brother basically pitted for himself while he was running. <laughs> it was and we're just He's like, no, I'm just going back to my tent. Don't worry. Come on. Catch up with me. Yeah, we wanted to help him out because he was helping us so much. But that guy was solid. He didn't need nothing. All right. I want to point out that the... Uh, the security guard walked by and did not say Didn't that say this anything. part is locked down. So, I mean, we've been seeing people walk through here, so yeah. I guess it's I was okay. nervous. I was, I was getting a little nervous, too. <laughs> I was waiting to see if I could ask him questions, see if we could get him on the phone. <laughs> like, um, Temperature-wise, I do want to point out that, or, or actually put this question out there, because I don't know the answer to it, about wetsuits. I put on uh, thermal layers underneath, like compression thermal, you know, made for, like, yeah. good for getting wet in, but still keep you warm kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Is it better to have layers underneath your wetsuit or have your wetsuit with layers over top of it? We've been saying. Yeah. That that's what the guy next better. to us on the other I side. I say nothing well, under. Yeah, that's what he was yeah. saying too because your wetsuit was designed to like have like a thin layer of water in between your skin and, and the wetsuit. And it insulates yeah. it. The water heats up and it actually insulates you. I've never ran a race. Well, I've never run an right. obstacle and course race yeah, one, but These types yeah. of purposes, I don't know what, because I, right. mean, I felt okay first few laps anyway with like my compression and the neoprene underneath and then like my wetsuit on over that 
But then, just like he was saying, once that gets wet, it's just gonna make you cold. Yeah. So. I mean, I felt pretty good in mine, but I, I just don't know. Like, would I have felt even better if I had done that with yeah. no layers underneath? You need to test I'm gonna it. say yeah because. Well, it's it's definitely something yeah. I want to test out, yeah. and I want to hear from other people too, and and see what everybody yeah. else's take on it. Obviously, there are people that are shoot. We need to ask Will since he used to be a diver, apparently. Yeah. Right. Well. I mean, I say that on air. I don't know if it's a secret or not. Uh, <laughs> I've only worn it during triathlon, yeah. and I know that underneath mine, I only have my tri suit, which is very thin, mm -hmm. basically see through almost. You know, to it's it's obviously not see through. It's but it's super thin, and I've only ever worn the wetsuit over the top of it. And I mean, I'm swimming a mile, mile and a half mm -hmm. in damn cold water. Yeah. You know, my friend has done the, the Escape from Alcatraz a few times, and mm -hmm. those are frigid temps, and all they're wearing is a tri-suit underneath. You got your mm -hmm. standard wetsuit over. I think it's less layer in your wetsuit, and it's how thick that wetsuit is, because the water that does get trapped between it mm -hmm. heats up in between your body and that wetsuit, and it does yeah. insulate. That's why they always say, you know, pee inside your wetsuit, because you're yeah. putting hot liquids inside there. Yeah. A lot of times we'll see people pour warm water inside their mm -hmm. wetsuit, and so, Layering underneath, I don't think so. Layering over the top, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Possibly. That's kind of a something that does need to be tested, but I think layering underneath possibly makes it worse. Yeah. It makes it harder on your body for sure because yeah. it's more compression. I know I didn't feel a difference whenever I took my neoprene top off and put my regular compression um, shirt on underneath over. the wetsuit. Underneath. I didn't I didn't really feel a huge difference. Hmm. Because I figured my compression shirt was thin enough to to it was gonna maybe keep me warm, even if it got wet inside mm -hmm. my wetsuit. But that's what mine warm. was like. But my, it was my long was sleeve and long yeah. pants, compression, you know, compression gear. So right. I definitely want to do some research on that and and testing as well to, to find out. Yeah, because that could be make a huge difference. All right, so beginning of the race, first lap. <clears throat> I know you and I mm -hmm. went back and forth, kind of like. You would leave me, and then I would catch up to you, and yeah. be like, hey, Anna, how's it going? And <laughs> yeah. then I would leave you, and then you'd catch up. And so we kind of went back and forth for a while, yeah. and I know you got to the pit before I did. Yeah. And this is the sprint lap, so no obstacles, no water, uh, which is nice. And then I was wearing uh, compression gear, and like thin compression gear, and shorts and t-shirt, mm -hmm. and felt pretty good. Came back in, put on a little bit of neoprene because we knew we were going to get wet, but we didn't get wet much. I think we went through, did we even go through mud mile on the second lap? I don't think, no. Not much was open on the second lap. We only I did think a I remember going through trench warfare in the second lap, maybe. I feel like we did mud mile too, but I could be wrong. But anyway, yeah, it was very minimal, whatever yeah. we did. And then after that, put on short wetsuit because it was already starting to get colder and we were getting more wet at that point. At that point, we were doing most of the obstacles except for, I don't know where you were at that point, but we were doing most of the obstacles except for like Funky Monkey, and I think even like the gauntlet was open at that point. Not yeah. Not wrong. But when did it start getting, when did you feel like it started getting really hard? <laughs> Middle of my third lap probably. I was already starting to get cold, and they, like, it, it's interesting to hear from the pit because they could see me from mm -hmm. it. like even though I'm like feeling eh, maybe I'm a little run down but they were like no you look like <laughs> I was worried when you came yeah. in on that lap I was really worried yeah I, I probably should have put my wetsuit on like a lap before I did frozen that's, yeah that's what I said and to everybody I was already else, so. I was already getting I was already getting cold like halfway through my third lap because the sun started going down I started out my um, my race with my one and a half neoprene shorts on and then I had my compression tights on over those and then I had my neoprene um, long sleeve top on and then my Nike hyper warm pullover on top of that so I felt good like the first couple laps and then halfway through my third lap I was like okay it's starting to get cold the sun started to go down and Brandy caught up to me on mud mile she pretty much met me there every single lap <laughs> she knew about what time to expect me there, so she she was like, "There's Brandy waiting for me here, <laughs> cheering me on, coming through that um, obstacle." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need my wetsuit. Go ahead and go back to the pit and start turning it inside out and getting it ready for me because I'm gonna need it. And I probably should have taken it on my third lap because that's whenever I got cold. Turning it inside out. So you put oh, it on inside out. 
No, like just the top part. Okay. And like getting it all. Did you actually had, did you had the arms out? Yeah. Okay, like, that's an interesting like, way. I didn't think about it, putting it on that way. Getting it. Um, so you put your hand inside in of it and then flip bag. it. Flip yeah. it onto you. Yeah. The way Mark puts on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark literally puts his head yeah. through the head hole and then yeah. <laughs> un- puts, turns yeah. his shirt upside down on his body. Which I did not know I did until this morning. <laughs> you were the only one, though, that didn't go out on that lap with the wetsuit. And, and that was probably my biggest yeah. mistake. Because, like, I was telling Mark today, like, my fingers are still numb. Like, mm. these two fingers mm. are still a little bit numb at the fingertips. Um, that probably had a little bit to do with my wetsuit as well. Like, it was so tight on my arms. Everywhere mm-hmm. else it fit okay. It was, it, it might have been a little tight. But, like, my arms were so tight. And we went back and forth of, like, how to cut the arms on my wetsuit. Because on that fourth lap, one of the medics at um, T-Bone saw my hands all swollen. And he was like, oh, you're going to run like that? And he was, like, considering pulling me off the course because he was, like, you're not you're not gonna be able to do anything with your hands like that and he handed me like this warm wet towel or a warm towel to like dry my hands off with I'm like I'm just gonna have to cut my losses and cut it because like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use it next year I'm not gonna use this wetsuit anymore if it's like this so like and every other time I practiced with it on like it was okay and like my hands would maybe swell a little bit but not that much Mm. it was it was pretty bad it was pretty uncomfortable that and I didn't have my blood mints on that lap I don't Mm. I don't know why I didn't but oh, did you have any? Did you have gloves? No. What? <laughs> no. I think the problem with where I you think, came in yeah. was all on time because I mentioned this to Jason. That yeah. When he came in, yeah. It was just it was enough time for him to finish that lap without needing anything. Right. When yeah. Mike came in, it was enough time that okay, you need this. Yeah. You came in right at an awkward time yeah. of am I going to finish in the yeah. cold? Yeah. Am I going to finish before be, the sun goes down? Yeah. Or yeah, that's so, why I got caught. Yeah. Yeah, you got, got stuck in a weird but spot. I, I had gloves on, on from the beginning. Like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go out I don't, <laughs> I don't, well, I had my blood mitts on, and I'm like, whenever I left, I'm like, I should have brought my blood mitts with me. I'm stupid. That was a stupid mistake. <laughs> that was and then a they dumb mistake. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then my, they froze. Yeah. And now my fingers are paying the price for but it. That wetsuit might have been a little too tight. I mean, we lifted you off the ground yeah. trying to get it on at one yeah. point. Well, and I had another wetsuit with me, but it was sleeveless, so it was mm. useless. Yeah, so they, they, they say with wetsuits, you don't want it. Obviously, you don't want to have big gaps and big spots of loose. Right. But mm-hmm. obviously, you don't want it to be too tight on you, right. too. And especially if you're going to put stuff on under it, which yeah. we're not sure if you should or not. But yeah. so you do want to have, like, I noticed when we were in the pit area, this girl had on yeah. uh, frog skins. Yeah. And you could see, like, it was not tight on her. It was not form fitting. It was, mm-hmm. it was close, but yeah. it wasn't tight just looked like a regular shirt yeah so I, I know like mine was a medium and I typically wear mediums yeah. but my wetsuit was a little tight not yeah. as bad as yours obviously because yeah. it didn't yeah it the plastic me. bag trick though that was cool that was genius yeah I YouTubed that before the race that. yeah I YouTubed it that before really the well. race and um, I practiced it a few times was it just like a shopping bag yeah, yeah just a mm. plastic Walmart bag you stick them on your feet and you pull your feet through the wetsuit and it just comes right up nice right and just kind of shimmy it up your legs and then do the same thing with your arms the plastic bags getting stuck in the arms was probably the first <laughs> our first clue that the arms were probably going to be too tight yeah, yeah. but it, the way but, you cut it though i think was smart because yeah. i was worried if you just cut it straight in that yeah. it was just going to gradually yeah. keep mm-hmm. going. going so you did yeah. it like crossway crossways yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a little raglan wetsuit yeah <laughs> yeah i've heard that bag technique and I've just never done it because I'm stupid I guess. Well you so fast. For me I, I didn't I actually felt like really really good probably like I said it earlier is the best 35 miles I've ever done in my life yeah. mm-hmm. but then I got sick after that and so that's mm-hmm. to me I felt comfortable I put on enough gear mm-hmm. I, I tried to stay preventative every time and I put on I know it's going to get colder at this point I've got yeah. an hour and a half two hours before I get back in I know mm-hmm. I'm going to need this even if I'm warmer throughout the pit. So mm-hmm. there might have been spots, especially climbing hills, where I was getting hot and I was self-regulating by pulling my gloves off or taking my hood off. Mm-hmm. But I could still feel myself sweating, mm-hmm. but it was like, might as well soak this in because right. I know I'm going to get cold at some <laughs> you know point. You you're going to get cold mm-hmm. again. So I really didn't feel like it was hard and bad until I was sick, and which slowed me down. Yeah. And then I was weak and going slower and colder because yeah. of that. My legs, honestly, I felt 
pretty, like I started getting tired around mile 15 and 20, 25. And it's funny because, I mean, I've even heard pros say like, longer endurance pros, they say, uh, it takes me three or whatever miles before I even feel warmed up, up, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt at mile 25 to 30. I felt great, like my legs were just, all right, we're ready to do this. Yeah. You know, just way different than it felt the ten miles before. So, you're just so, so silly. Yeah. You also yeah. said having the full hood kept you so much warmer oh, than the strap. Did you have on. a full hood? Yeah, no, I had a, I had a strap. I had one with me, you just but had a I just never strap put it hood. on. Yeah, yeah, I heard you, you my. You did have though. a full hood. Yeah, I did have. But a you full didn't use hood, it. But I didn't. Oh, use I didn't it. know she had it. It was. I'm gonna force you in it. Put your head in this now. It was like one of those ones that like covered everything but my eyes. <laughs> but it really made a huge difference in that yeah. it kept water from going down your back as much. Right. And obviously all that exposed yeah. skin around your neck, mm-hmm. it, it kept that closed in. Yeah. I mean, it was... I feel I, like my wetsuit was so tight, though. I wasn't getting <laughs> any water in that thing. <laughs> well, you came, you came through on the lap before you hurt your ankle. You came through, yeah. and that's when I, I pulled my camera out and videoed you because yeah. I felt like, okay, you... Yeah. <laughs> this is a little pretty, bit pretty less okay. yeah, like, that was my gold, yeah, that was my carabiner lap. And you looked amazing <laughs> coming yeah, in at that lap. You had everything <laughs> on. You like, could just tell when they come in. You were yeah. completely different yeah. Anna You're at You're like, oh, yeah. this is a good lap. Yeah, yeah. This is a good lap. it was a great was a lap really for you. Lap. When yeah. you finally got all the stuff on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when I finally got all the stuff on and everything was working for me. That was the most frustrating part was the cold was just getting to me. Like, my gear just wasn't, I wasn't prepared gear-wise for that race. But, like, my legs never felt, I felt like I could run. But like my wetsuit felt tight and I just didn't feel comfortable and I'm like I knew being cold would make me want to give up. And that's why yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I'm putting on as much stuff as I can. Yeah. And so Caitlin kept huge. saying, Anna's so tiny. She's so tiny. <laughs> she made you put your hands in her armpits. Yeah. And she's like, me and Mike do this all the time. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. She was like, Do you want to put your hands in my armpits and warm up your hands? <laughs> so sweet. Alright, so once it was hard, you went out for another lap. Yeah. Because you were finished, you wanted to finish. You know, you yeah, finish after eight o'clock. Time, yeah, my pit times at once at once night hit were extremely long because I was getting cold, and then my sixth lap. Oh my god, my sixth lap was just a disaster. I ended up rolling this my is ankle. Your last lap? No, no second, second to last. Yeah, oh, so I ended up you. rolling yeah. my ankle twice. And some guy, some poor guy. Oh my gosh, I I don't know who he is, but I feel I still feel so bad. He was trying to help me over lumberjacks, and I was getting over pretty okay by myself, but he was like, he was like, no, hop on my back and you can just jump over. And so I hopped on his back, and that's whenever, that was before, right before they closed it because they were getting really slick. So I hopped on his back, and I went to jump over, and they were slick, so I slid back down and I fell on top of him. Oh, jeez. And I fell on top of him, I fell backwards, and I hit my head. And they, like, didn't let me get up. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I was laying there on my back just looking up, and the medics are all like, what's your name? Where are you? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) My ego's hurt a little bit. I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm so sorry to that guy that was trying to help me. He was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like... Or no, and then he said, he said, yeah, sorry, but I'm not going to help you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so yeah, that was like right at the tail end of that one. And then so after that lap, I took a while in the pit because I was like so broken from that lap. I was like, this is just terrible. And um, so I sat in the medical tent to try and warm up a little bit. And Brandy was going to take off my socks and shoes to try and get me into some dry socks. And that's whatever I saw, like the bruise all around my ankle. I was like, crap. So the doctor came and looked at it and he was like, yeah, you probably tore some ligaments. And if you're going to go back out there, just wrap it up a little bit. So one of the guys next to us wrapped it up and I had some medical tape with me, wrapped up my ankle, I propped it up, I ended up falling asleep for like maybe five, ten minutes or something. When I woke up, the wrap was like frozen to me and I was like, okay, I need to go sit back in the medical tent to warm back up and get this wrap off of me, so... That was a weird moment. It was a weird moment. You were were going on, not going on. Yeah, 
I think like, we had a little it? bit of a heart to heart where I yeah. started kind of <laughs> yelling at you. Almost, yeah, like, that's what I mean. You're needed. not doing this. Yeah, you exactly. Pulled out of the ultra one lap so you could come here. Yeah, where exactly. You're getting up every hour and we're flexing it. Exactly. We're going on a walk. You're going to do this again. You did get very bossy. And yeah. I got very it's bossy. Exactly what I needed. And I was, I was like, like, I don't know how mean to be to you right now, but you're definitely doing another one. And then yeah. I threatened to not drive at all yeah. today. You go, yeah. You're going to drive on that ankle. And if you can't, we're stuck in Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah, so I went to the medical tent. Once I warmed up and I got my shoes on and everything, I'm like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go before I ever even give myself time mm -hmm. to change my mind. I'm just going to go out there. And once I cross that start line, I'm out there. And yeah. there's no turning back. Yep. So, mm -hmm. But luckily, I did go out on that last lap because um, I met up with um, Dalphine Crouch at Augustus Gloop. And his headlamp was dying. So they were threatening to like send him back to the pigs. Mm. <laughs> and like pull him off course and the volunteer was like i mean unless you want to run with her and like y'all can share a headlamp and i'm like if you're cool with not running <laughs> you know? if you're cool with not running and taking all the penalty laps and you know by all means you can tag along with me so that's awesome it was meant to be <laughs> so for me the, the i spent literally from midnight to 4 a.m two laps mm -hmm. that i did just sick like sick to my stomach feeling like I could throw up at any moment and it kind of came in waves and it would hit me and doing two laps like that it just if it wasn't going away I just felt like what's the point of keeping doing this because as miserable as we are being sick is just not uh, just, uh, there's no point in doing anything when you're sick mm -hmm. like that um, so I, I spent two laps doing that and decided I, if I'm going to st stay being sick I'm not going to keep going because it's it's not worth it um, I mean, maybe if I had never never done this before, it yeah. would it would be worth it to keep pushing myself past that. But I wanted to, you know, like I said, I was, I was performing really well, so I wanted to be able to keep performing. And I knew I had lost the performance that I wanted, but I I, <clears throat> I ended up feeling like the performance I had was great. This happened, okay. I, I can I'm gonna call it here. Mm -hmm. And so I went back in and and rested for a bit. And when I came back in, uh, everybody was cool, like not pushing me to to go back out at you know like at the moment because uh, it was so like i mean i was hurting really bad really bad mm -hmm. and so i slept in the in the uh sleeping bag for a bit and then when i got back up you know everybody was talking and stuff and of course mark's doing a great job trying to push me back out there <laughs> but then turned out mike was coming in for his because i had done 45 miles at that point yeah and so i had done 45 miles by uh, 4 30 mm -hmm. and so uh, waiting around Mike was coming through they had said he had gone out he was gonna be coming in by what 9 30 10 o'clock like yeah. the perfect time to finish up 50 miles and it was like if he's going out for 50 I want to go out and finish this with him and, and get my 50 as well and that's what I did so into the race um, you finished about what time I finished my seventh lap my last lap my last yeah. lap I, I finished Mutterhorn around like a little bit after 7.20 or 7.30. Oh, there was did you already, wait at the end? Yeah, there was already like a group of people waiting for 8 o'clock. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to sit here and chill with y'all then. Wait for the sun to come up. And it was good because the sun came up. And we looked down at the pits and the sun wasn't quite hitting the pits yet. And we're like, yeah, we're not going down there yet until oh, the sun Oh, y'all waited at like, the obstacle? Yeah, at Mutterhorn. And then like a few of, a, a few of them went around the front to help people while we were waiting so just kind of killed time up there nice <laughs> was it was it chilly just sitting there it kind of was there was a couple people that came off mutterhorn that were like hurting pretty bad from the cold and like we had to get them wrapped up in some space oh, blankets wow. and everything and you might doing jumping jacks right <laughs> oh yeah yeah a few of us were just like walking up and down the hill and yeah yeah we were just camped out up there <laughs> hanging around for eight o'clock nice now y'all did that you know eight o'clock is the time that they say if you finish your last lap after eight o'clock you earn your 24-hour headband right. which is a weird time to say 24-hour headband but that's yeah. their rule and so after eight o'clock they call it you hear it over the loudspeaker and then everybody you know this yeah. crowd of people walking <laughs> across which is pretty cool uh for myself i uh went out on that last lap with mike and i i was hey you're going the right way. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so we uh, we went out, and I was prepared to. I was feeling pretty good at that point. My yeah. stomach had finally settled, <laughs> and Mike even pointed it out on course and said, 
I, I dare to say that your legs feel pretty good right now. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I was probably skipping along and he's sitting there trudging. Um, so I did end up, we, we walked that whole lap, uh, not a single run in there. Uh, I know, I take that back. I ran to catch up with him when he started a penalty loop where I went ahead and did the obstacle because I didn't want to get wet. Yeah. And then I'd still take the penalty loop with him. Aww. So I'd run to catch up with him. Well, y'all jogged I did run in, a little though. We did, we did jog oh, in yeah. at the end. We, uh, I was hoping I could get him to run down the hill from Mutterhorn, but <laughs> his knee actually hurt worse when he ran down the hill, so yeah. I didn't I didn't do that. But you but, could tell he was hurting. When, yeah. When yeah. I saw y'all and I asked, you know, how y'all doing? You're like, almost there. And his first thing, oh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was saying his pit times were like a minute. Like he, yeah. oh, he, he had barely such stopped. Fast and he would, he would run away before I even gave him water. Like yeah. that guy was so mentally... Solid. He he really worked super hard for that and er, earned every bit of it. It was yeah, impressive. Sure. Um, so yeah, that last lap was uh, the sun had come up. It was it was nice. Everything had started thawing out. You know, everything had thawed out. Like instantly, the sun came up and everything yeah. thawed out, which is <laughs> like insane. a bad dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we ran in, and that was really cool because at that point it was you know they knew that the winners were getting yeah. close to getting in. So everybody was lined up down the finish, and when we ran in, it was really cool running next to Mike, and like even seeing Margaret Schalker from uh, Muttering got off the, on yeah. the side with her filming. <laughs> um, so knowing that all these people, they like every single person they came through, they didn't know who we were, but they were cheering like yeah. like they were you guys. You know, mm -hmm. it was really really cool, yeah. and we crossed the finish line together and gave him gave him a big old hug, and it was really it was a great way to finish, that's for sure. So obviously there's uh, plenty of way, plenty of other things to talk about. Uh, one, I mean, I feel like I could do a whole episode yeah. on obstacle technique for the right. whole race because you learn little yeah. thing every lap. You learn something yeah. new. Do it this way or do it that way. But yeah. uh, there's obviously going to be a ton of other people doing podcasts about this. Uh, obstacle racing media, obstacle, uh, obstacle running adventures, <laughs> world's toughest podcast. Uh, maybe overcome a run. Uh, you know, Heather Bodie wasn't here, but I don't know yeah. if she'll do anything on it. But um, any last, what's, uh, I can't think of a, a good question to wrap it up with. So anything last you want to say before we go have some bacon? I have two. Okay. Uh, I want you to share what your sound was as you approached the pit so we knew it was you. Because <laughs> <laughs> they all start looking the same after a while. Like yeah. You have to yeah. judge it by like everybody's in yeah. black how they run oh, yeah. is really how you can tell. Yeah, but Caitlin's mic. So I knew when I was coming in, I didn't think about this ahead of time, but I knew when I was coming in that it was hard to recognize yeah. everybody. So I, I wanted to think of a unique sound that I could do so, that April would recognize. So like I said, the woo guy? I I said, mud? Yeah, yeah. That, that guy was doing the Ric Flair woo. Yeah. So I said, yee yee. <laughs> The best if, if you ever seen the video on uh, the guy who on like YouTube, whatever he said, I don't, I don't need a horn. I just stick my head out the window. And go, yeah. So it worked. It's good work. We do that call around our house, and my kids think it's funny. So it, it worked very well. Every time I came in, y'all knew it was me. Great. The second thing I wanted to say was up and like leading up into the race, you hear a lot of people who have been there before or have heard from other people, you know, be careful about who you choose for your pit crew because, you know, it might drive a wedge in your relationship. Yeah. If it's a close friend, if it's your spouse, if it's your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, at some point you're going to be mean to like <laughs> all those warnings. And I can say 100% no one argued. Yeah. No one, yeah. you guys coming in, obviously you're beat. I mean, there's a lot of mental things going on. Yeah. Neither of you guys were you know frustrated or rude or ugly like everybody was just so kind and so nice to each other and i think we all came out of it and better like closer better. and yeah. better yeah. than yeah. we were oh, before yeah. but um, i think that's pretty special that in those intense stressful terrible what you know temperature kind of moments everybody was still mm. like you guys were saying please and thank you <laughs> and yeah. we didn't get like mad at each other because where is this i told you like nothing we were, we were grabbing our own stuff and you're like no no let me get it for you so yeah, that was that that. was really that was really special yeah. that to, to see and you know caitlin and mike they were sweet to each other i know mike teased caitlin you know when you get tired and that girl hung in there and she was as sweet oh, as can yeah. be. It was awesome to see. Anything else? Last thought? Yeah. I mean, it was just inspirational to see y'all come through. Oh, you know, both of you on different levels. Like, mm -hmm. you're, you came in going, I'm not going back out there, this, that. You and I kind of argued back and forth for a bit <laughs> about it. And 
you know, when you when you finally decided, okay, it's time to go, and we we formed the plan. All right, let's get yeah. hot water. We're gonna thaw out all your clothes. We're gonna get your wetsuit ready. Do it bit by bit, and then just seeing you and Mike go out there, like it was it was impressive to watch. And then yeah. you coming back, <laughs> you know, you had your struggles with the cold, and yeah. I didn't. We we talked about this. I I, I interviewed Jason every time he came in, and I yeah. wanted to do it to you, but I felt like. We need, you know, there was more pressing matters at the right. time. But <laughs> if I would have been feeling the way that yeah. you were feeling, I never would have went back out. <laughs> you know? And I, I, I know myself. I, I would have instantly been like, well, looks like I'm race sleeping. Is done. Like, race is done. I'm gonna give me one of those beers. I'm surprised at how out. many people like slept through the night yeah. and then just woke up for the morning. Lives. A lot of people lot did. Of people. Which some people left even. Yeah, like, a lot of people. Yeah, people. Oh, yeah. yeah, I heard people we, were leaving through the night. When, yeah, we. It was just. It was, it was it was rough to watch everybody leave, but watching you go back out there both times, knowing how you were feeling was just yeah. impressive. Yeah. And just how awesome of an event it is that, you know, we, plenty of people say, you, you tell people about this and they're like, why in the world yeah. would you ever do yeah. such a thing? Yeah. But when you get out there and you see it, even from a pit crew perspective, I mean, I've heard this from plenty of other people that it's just, you get it when you yeah, get out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. 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 I, didn't, I didn't understand you it. It's something you have to experience, yeah. for sure. Yeah. You can't explain it to any normal person, because they're <laughs> just going to be any like, you're stupid. Person. Yeah, why are you doing this? Because, oh, yeah. no, yeah. none of us out there last night were normal people. Yeah. Why are you running 24 hours? Why, why, are you, why not? Why are you sitting there, like, <laughs> yeah. being covered in all these bodily fluids for 24 hours? <laughs> well, Mark, but. you said it. <laughs> you said it so well on our last episode, talking about the Ultra and saying that, well, I mean, maybe I only came out here and did one lap, but it's better than being at home, yeah. sitting yeah. around, not better doing anything. Yeah. And big shout out to the people who, were, the Tough Mudder, I guess, employee staff, whoever was inside the booth all night with the microphones, mm -hmm. because even at certain points when there wasn't a lot of runners coming through, they were still getting on there, yeah. cracking jokes, making yeah. fun of the space blankets, <laughs> talking about different things, playing yeah. music, singing along Dancing. the things. Yeah. Yeah. We walked to the front at one point and they had a bunch of pit crew members having a little dance party. They they were making sure <laughs> oh, the that the pit crew also was staying awake and moving and kind of keeping yeah. the spirits up in the areas. Because it was... Yeah. There was that moment in the middle of the night where it just got quiet and everybody was sitting was, there staring. Yeah. And it was a dark moment for everybody. <laughs> it <laughs> really was. But then it they would really come was. on the microphone and be like, look at Kylie coming through with that spaceway. And it looked like a baked potato. <laughs> going the tent. Oh, look at you, little Hershey's kiss all wrapped up. Yeah. So they cool. definitely kept us, yeah. like, kept everybody's spirits kind of up. Yeah. I, for me, last thought, it, it definitely was, I wouldn't have been able to get my good mileage that 35 miles in that amount of time if it wasn't for you guys having y'all to have the encouragement as well as things organized and help put uh put everything on because i i literally changed gear every lap <laughs> because the, the temperatures <laughs> the were so cold. drastic yeah. yeah you had uh, to and and so you guys helping me get that together and like mark at the very last lap putting all that hot water on everything to get the cold gear back on which was hard to do but we did it and and it worked so mm -hmm. the, yeah. not only did it make it, the whole trip more fun having you guys here, but uh, you know, the race was instrumental for you guys. So thank you all for joining us. Thanks for coming all the way out here to do this with us. <laughs> of course. For uh, Anna, yeah. you know, brought, I, I, yeah. I paid for Mark to be my pit crew. You brought one pit crew, yeah. but Mark was everybody's pit crew. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> you did. Thank you goodness. Did. That's thank something goodness. to consider yeah, is the muscle that he, like, oh, somebody needs to get in their wife's <laughs> like, that would have been a struggle for the girls. Mark yeah. was. Like, knocking me down trying to put my gloves on. <laughs> yeah. You need some muscle yeah. for your pit crew. You do. Yeah. You just do. All right, so we're going to stop there and go eat some bacon and uh, yeah. go drink see a bunch drinks. of people. Yeah, drink some drinks, see a bunch of people that we know and have, uh, come to form more relationships with yeah. through this process and um, I don't know when we'll record again uh, shoot it's kind of in the season now it's in my yeah. season we got that terrain race yeah we got that terrain race next week nice. Mark said he's going to run in a wetsuit yeah. despite me yeah. she, said she, was, she goes I'm not going to run I said well I'm going to run I don't care what the temperature is but I'm peeing in a wetsuit and you're yanking it off me just just to, to trade Oh, one last thing I want to say is just to everybody that listens, it was it was really cool to hear. I had OCR talk on my bib and yeah. like just as my name because it was nice and big, easy to read, and it was really awesome to hear people saying. Sometimes they didn't even say anything to me. I would pass them up, yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh, OCR talk, that's a that's a cool podcast." Yeah, and I would just go, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he waved his hands in the air. Yeah, he was, waved his hands in the air. I was too tired <laughs> to say anything. <laughs> but it was it was really awesome. And even what was her name? Um, at, that was the medical lady at the beginning of the lab. Molly. Molly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Molly Kenneth. She saw it on the back, and she didn't say OCR talk. What's yeah. that? She yeah. said. Okay, she she looked she looked at my back and saw it and just said, "Oh, how's your podcast going?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." Yeah. She knows that, so really I had cool. whenever I was sitting up in that little group at Mutterhorn, it was Charlotte. I think I can't remember the other girl's name. Um, Charlotte and Kevin. At least they were like, "Oh, you're you're the, you're uh, that's where I know you from," or something <laughs> like that. That's where I know that name from. I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." And then some guy from Maine that I was walking along the course with. On one of my labs, he was like, "Oh yeah, that's one in like one of the podcasts I listened to. I nice. listened to y'all and awesome. New England Spottins." He was like, "Cause nice. he's from Maine and yeah." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was pr- cool. it was pretty cool. So it, it, I'd say it's cool. It's awesome that all these people yeah. sharing these adventures with us. Yeah. So not only is it some people that we just that just hear our voices, right? But a lot of people that we share the course with. Getting that's to yeah. faces with names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. All right. Awesome. So. Time for bacon. Right. <laughs> bacon. Thanks for listening. Get ready for train race next weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can wear my wetsuit, too. All right. We're out. <laughs>